Hey, it's Christina, and this week on Channel 9 is back from my apartment, because that's how we do it. Welcome back to another episode of This Week on Channel 9. I'm your host, Christina Warren, Senior Cloud Advocate. And hello, I am so glad to be here with you all, even if I am doing this remotely, as you can tell. And I hope that everyone who is watching this is doing well and is staying safe. And, you know, this show is one of the things that I definitely miss the most from things from like before, which I guess is like what we're calling this. And so even though we're doing it in kind of a weird way, I'm really glad to be back. Also, I apologize. Apologize for the mess in my office. I'm in the middle of rearranging some things, but by the time you see me again, I'm going to have a really fancy setup with a green screen and some better acoustics. So that's really chill. Uh, no special shirt today. It's just Topshop because laundry is still a thing. All right. Well, enough of all that. Let's get into this week's latest developer news. So first up, just to note that Microsoft Build is still happening. It is going to be an online-only experience, and it will be taking place online from May 19th through the. 21st. And you can go to a link that I've got um, in the show notes and description to get uh, notified with more updates. And it's going to be a great time. We're going to have tons of great news and announcements and sessions and content. And look, I'm going to be there, even though it's going to be remote. And I want you all to be there too. We're still going to be doing the Channel 9 Live thing. So definitely be sure to uh, check it out and hang out. Really, really excited about that. Next up, speaking of the various things that are happening right now, you know, everybody is remote. And so that means that it's a really good time to get some more information on, um, you know, remote development. And so Felicia over at the Visual Studio blog has a really great guide on doing re remote development using Visual Studio Live Share. And if you haven't used Live Share either in Visual Studio or in Visual Studio Code, definitely check it out because it is a great way to collaborate, especially now that we're all remote. And so I've got a link um, to that blog post that um, outlines some best practices in the show notes and description, as well as the extension if you want to use it with VS Code. And next up, we've got a couple more updates for the Visual Studio family. So first up, uh, Visual Studio Code 1.4.4 is now available. And this update has a bunch of new highlights, including a really cool timeline view that lets you see time series information. Um, um, you know, like, like git commit history uh, within VS Code. It's super slick. And there's also now a way to display what's bundled in an extension um, pack. Um, and there's also a better quick open UI. And also, and this is right now only for Visual Studio Code insiders, but the setting sync feature is um, in preview and it's a way to keep your settings synced across machines. And so there's already actually a great uh, community extension that does something similar, but this is gonna actually be built in directly to Visual Studio Code and you can check it out, as I said, in the Insider's release. Next up, in some Visual Studio Online news, um, it's now even easier to bring your own machine to Visual Studio Online. And so if you're not familiar, Visual Studio Online lets you access uh, a full Visual Studio Code instance from the browser or even from a client, and you can take advantage of the resources and features of that machine. So it's a really great way to spin up um, specific dev environments or to use really beefy machines no matter where you are. Now, most of the time what people do is they spin up an Azure VM. 
but you can actually bring your own machine if that's what you want to do. And there's a new preview release of a VS Online CLI, and that makes registering your own machine even easier. And so I've got a link in the show notes in the description to the CLI and the docs explaining how it all works. And finally, in some Visual Studio for Mac news, there is a new integrated terminal, and I love this so much. So uh, what's really great about this is that it works with the built-in system terminal, and so you can use any of the configurations from you know uh, Z Shell or Bash or whatever. Um, if you want to use something like Oh My Zosh, uh, it, it supports that, and you can also support multiple instances of the terminal in Visual Studio uh, for Mac, and there uh, has custom font support and more. And this is uh, available in the the preview version of Visual Studio 2019 for Mac 8.6. And so I've got a link in the show notes and the description to a blog post that's outlining all the new features and a download uh, uh, in the show notes too, so that you can get started if you don't already have that release. Next up in some PowerShell news. So PowerShell 7 is now available, which is fantastic. And PowerShell 7 is the culmination of bringing the whole PowerShell family together, where there's one unified release across platforms, across Mac, across Windows, and across Linux. And now that PowerShell 7 has out the door, uh, PowerShell 7.1, the first uh, version of that is now available in preview. And um, the, the team actually has a really great blog post kind of going through the timeline of some of the new features and the things that they're going to be bringing to the next iteration of PowerShell. Now, not everything that's mentioned in this blog post is expected to ship with PowerShell 7.1, but these are some of the things that are in development. And that includes uh, PowerShell Git 3.0, which is um, uh, a really great way to be able to you know, uh, get uh, new modules and, and things for PowerShell. There's some updates to how secret management uh, module works. There's improvements the shell, there are theme updates, and more. And so I've got a link in the show notes and the description to a blog post from a couple of weeks ago outlining those changes and uh, take a look. And also, if you haven't already, uh, try out PowerShell 7 because it's really, really great. And in some belated Windows Terminal news, the uh, latest release of Windows Terminal Preview is available, and it includes mouse support. It also supports duplicate panes and more. There's some bug fixes. And so I've got a link to um, the latest Windows Terminal release. It came out a few weeks ago, and I expect that we will see the final version of Windows Terminal pretty soon, maybe maybe around some developer conference. I don't know. I don't know anything. Uh, but definitely uh, be sure to check that out and see how that development is going. Over on Channel 9 this week, we are still bringing you great shows, even when we're all doing this from home. So over on Visual Studio Toolbox, Robert learns about pull requests in Azure DevOps. And over on the IoT show, um, you can learn about how to easily integrate spatial data into Azure Maps. And over on the Xamarin show, James learns about submitting your first pull request to Xamarin.forms. And I've got links to all these shows in the show notes and the description. Be sure to give them a look, because honestly, we can only watch Tiger King so many times, be sure to check out all of our Create Channel 9 shows too. And now it's time for my pick of the week. All right, so my new quarantine obsession, like many, many people, is Animal Crossing New Horizons. And one of the fun parts of that game is that there's a speculative um, stock market around turnips, and it's known as stocks. And um, basically what happens is you buy them at uh, turnips at a certain price, and then you can sell them to make a profit. And the code for how pricing on turnips is determined was reverse engineered and somebody made a really, really great looking turnip calculator that uh, tries to predict 
prices that you can get for your turnips throughout the week. Uh, it's, it's really, really fun and it's really, really nerdy. I wish that real life and the real stock market was this easy, but in the meantime, uh, check this out. I've got a link in the show notes in the description cause it's really fun. Um, uh, let me know what you think about uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, if you've been playing that, or comments on any of the other news we covered this week. Um, and also, like, let me know uh, what you're doing while you're working from home, if there's anything that's caught your fancy, if you're maybe learning a new skill or reading something or watching um, good new shows. Let me know in uh, the, the comments. And while you're there, if you like this video, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. And while you're there, go ahead and subscribe to the Microsoft Developer YouTube channel for all of your nerd needs. See you next time.